umaga po sa inyong lahat. Ah, hapon na nga pala. Malamig kasi parang morning, Christmas. So, good afternoon everybody. Kami po ay labis na nangagalak na nakasama namin kayo muli. Ako po si Ado Bernardo. I'm one of your pastors here in Victory. Thank you, Pastor Cleve, for allowing me to share the word this afternoon. It is a privilege and a blessing to be able to uh, share uh, the good news from the Lord for all of us. And so, may I invite everybody to please stand to our feet. We're going to read from Matthew chapter 13, verses, uh, Matthew 16, verses 13 to 19. Now, when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, He asked His disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others say Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Panginoon, maraming maraming salamat po sapagat kami inyong pinagtipon-tipon ngayong hapon. Panginoon, panalangin po namin na basbasan ng ninyo, banal na spirito, ang pangangaral na inyong salita. We pray for your anointing. Be our teacher today and open our spiritual eyes and ears that we may learn from you, that we may hear from you. Lord, stir up our faith. Paigtingin niyo po ang aming pananampalataya ng sagayon ay baguhin ninyo ang aming mga puso at ang aming mga pag-iisip. Salamat po, Panginoon, sa inyong presensya sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Pwede na po tayong magsiupo. The year was 1889. It was the International Exposition in Paris, France. And the main exhibit is this gigantic structure by someone designed by someone named Alexander Gustav Eiffel. Ayan. Siguro by now, alam nyo na kung ano itong gigantic structure na to, no? Obvious na obvious na po sa screen. Trivia nga pala. Alam nyo ba na si uh, Gustav Eiffel, ang siya rin nagdisenyo ng Quezon Bridge papuntang Quiapo? Yes. At alam nyo ba, ng original na plano sa Maynila ay gawing Paris of Asia. Hindi natuloy. Pero hindi pa huli ang lahat. Amen? The glory of the Lord is upon our nation for we are a people who obeys God. Tuloy natin ang ating kwento. Habang binubuo po itong tower na ito, marami hong basher, marami hong opposed. Sabi ho ng mga nakatira sa Paris, ang pangit-pangit naman yan. 
ang totoong sinabi nila, monstrous. So, tin-translate ko lang po sa ating kulturang Pilipino. That's a monstrous structure. Ayaw po nila. In fact, nilalabi nila na pagkatapos ng exposition, international exposition, ay giba in. Yang strukturang yan. Hindi ho nagpatinag si Alexander. Pinaglaban po niya. He defended it. He did everything so that it will not be destroyed. And today, how many of you would agree with me? It is one of the most visited, most coveted place to visit sa Europa. Tama po ba? Sino sa inyo someday gusto niyo madalaw yung Eiffel Tower? Oh. Nung panahon, ganyan yung itsura niya. Pero ngayon, ito na po ang itsura niya. Nag-iba na. Yan. Colored na kasi yung mga camera ngayon. Ano? Again, sino hong gusto makadalaw dyan someday? Ang magtaas ng kamay, bibiyayaan ni Lord ng passport, ng visa, at ng airfare. Kayo na bahala sa lodging. And this story reminds us of another story further in history, 2,000 years ago. Meron din ho, the ultimate architect wanted to build something. It's called the church. But katulad ho ni Gustav, marami hong opposed. Ayaw po nila dito sa church na to. Pine-persecute po nila. Nire-reject, nilalait. Subalit ipinaglaban po ng architect na walang iba kundi ang Panginoong Yesus. Pinaglaban po niya ang kanyang simbahan, ang kanyang eklesia. At sa ngayon po makikita natin sa araw na ito kung ano ang nangyari dito sa binubuo nitong architect na ito. So ano po ba itong church na tinatawag? Nasa huling serye na po tayo ng ating What Shapes Us series. And why is it so important and special in the plans of God and His kingdom? Now we will look back to the first, the very first mention of the word church in the New Testament. Yung po yung binasa natin kanina sa Matthew chapter 16. Simulan po natin sa 13. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea, Philippi, He asked His disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? Trivia. Gusto niyo ba ng trivia? Medyo haba lang yung preaching natin, pero masarap yung mga trivia. No? Alam niyo po ba, yung ginagawa ni Jesus ay hindi kakaiba sa kanilang kultura? Asking questions is one of the rabbinical technique of teaching. Ang mga Pilipina po na nanay, Kapag dumating yung anak mula sa eskwelahan, tatanungin, anong natutunan mo anak? Tama po ba? Kasi hindi naman nakikwento yung anak ninyo. Alam ko po yan, naranasan ko. Pero pag Jewish po ang nanay, alam nyo ba ang ginagawa nila? Pagdating ng anak, galing eskwelahan, ang tanong, ano ang tinanong mo kay rabay? Iba ho, pag nagtatanong, mas marami tayong natututunan. We learn more by asking questions rather than assuming that we know the answers. Ito ho ang ginagawa ng Panginoong Yesus sa kanyang mga disipulo. He was asking them powerful questions. At alam nyo pa, kapag nagtatanong, lalo na ang Diyos pag tinanong tayo, it reveals the very secret of our hearts. The deep intentions of our hearts are shown into the light when God asks us His questions. Panahon pa yan ni Adam and Eve. Nasaan kayo? Ba't kayo nagtatago? And it shows what had happened because of the consequence of sin. And so in verse 14, And they said, this is the disciple replying, Some say John the Baptist, 
Hindi pa sila masyadong sigurado. No? Others say Elijah and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. Yun daw po yung mga sinasabi ng ibang tao na kapalibot sa kanila. And what you will notice, these are remarkable people in history. They are prophets, spiritual giants in the Old Testament. And the people were uh, guessing, baka ito na, baka ito na yung pangakong propeta na darating to prepare the way for the Messiah. Pero alam niyo po ang common dito sa mga sagot na ito. They fall short of who God or who the Lord Jesus truly is. Kinakapos. Kulang. Siguro mahina ang PR manager ni Jesus, no? Mababa siguro marketing budget nila. Kasi hindi na-promote kung sino talaga si Jesus. <clears throat> And so, Jesus gave them a second chance by asking them a question again. But uh, how about you? Who do you say I am? Ibinalik sa kanila yung katanungan. Let me pause for a while. Alam niyo po ba na ito ang perhaps the greatest question that God would ask anyone? Bakit? At some point in your life, you have to know the answer to this question. Because life and death is on the balance. Better to know the answer today in this lifetime or discover the answer in the, life, the next life when it would have been too late. That's the greatest question that the Lord wants to ask each and every person who has ever walked the face of the earth. Kapatid ikaw, anong sagot mo sa tanong na yan? Sino si Jesus? At sino siya sa buhay mo? Salamat na lang at meron tayong pagkakataong pag-aralan ng salita ng Diyos kasi kung hindi, hindi natin makikilala ang Panginoong Diyos. Amen? And so Simon Peter replied, alam mo, gustong post muna, gustong gusto ko talaga tong si Simon Peter. Kakaiba. Pabugso-bugso ng damdamin. Okay, paborito ko to. Ayung, alam mo, pag merong challenge si Lord, siya yung nauuna. Okay, nagnakita niya, naglalakad si Lord sa tubig. Lord, kagayahin kita. Call me, I will go to you. At lumutang. Subarit, dahil sa takot, lumubog. <laughs> Ang tapang-tapang ni Simon Peter, sabi niya, nung sinabi ni Lord na kailangan akong arestuhin at ako ay mamamatay, sabi niya, Lord, huwag ka matakot. Hindi ko pababayaan yan. Kung Pilipino pa si Simon Peter, over my dead body, Lord. In fact, nung palapit ng palapit ang, ang pagdakip sa Panginoong Yesus, may dalang espada. And in the Garden of Gethsemane, di ba nung huli na si Lord Jesus, tinaga yung sundalo. Natanggal yung tenga. Nagkakalat pa tong si Peter. Ano? Papahamak pa lalo si Lord. Buti na lang si Lord. Pinulot yung tenga at ibinalik sa ulo ni Malkus. Kaya gusto ko si Peter kasi may lakas ng loob. Tapang. Kaya lang, hindi consistent. Eh nung nasa Sanhedrin si Lord Jesus, huhusgahan na. Nandun si Peter, nagpapainit ng kamay dun sa bonfire. Itong matapang na Peter na to ha. Tapos may dumating na aliping sa gigilid. Batang babae. Nakilala siya. Di ba, disipulo ka ni Jesus? Sinong Jesus? Pi- ba? Dininay si Lord? Bata lang. 
tumitiklop si Peter. Ano? But in this case, in this case, tingnan nyo muli to si Peter. He is on his, he woke up in the right, on the right side of his bed, kumbaga. Sabi niya, verse 15, ah, verse 16, Simon Peter said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Kayo po ang Kristo, ang anak ng buhay na Diyos. Wow. This is a pivotal moment in the history of the church, in the life of the disciples and in the history of the church. When Simon Peter said those words, he recognized Jesus as the coming Messiah. Alam nyo bang dating noon dun sa mga disipulo nung sinabi ni Simon Peter? From the Old Testament, the prophecies, the promise, galing pa sa Genesis, no, the seed of the woman that will crush the head of the serpent, Lahat po yan. It all makes sense. Everything. Alam nyo ba yung magnifying glass? Pagbigyan na nyo sa araw, mafo-focus lahat, lahat ng ilaw. Lahat po ng pangako sa Old Testament, focus on this one person called the Messiah. And so when Simon Peter, you are the Messiah, yun huwing tumatakbo sa isip nila. This is the fulfillment of all of God's promises and plans of redemption for His people. At hindi pa yan. dinagdagan pa niya, hindi lang ikaw ang Messiah, you are the Son of God. You are the Son of God. Meron akong wina one-to-one. Tapos na siya, tinanong ko siya, naniniwala ka bang Diyos Jesus? Sabi niya, oo naman. If He is the Son of God, then prob- most probably, and I'm, sabi niya, I'm sure of this, that His nature and substance is God. Baguhan ito ha, sa Panginoong Diyos. Malinaw sa kanya, sabi niya, ito pa, ako pa tinuruan. Sabi niya, ang mangga ba mamumunga ng mansanas? Kung son of God yan, ibig sabihin pareho sila ng nature and substance. Sinabi yun ni Peter. You are the Messiah, the Son of God, and Jesus got tickled. <laughs> Natuwa si Jesus sa sagot ni, ni Simon Peter. Sinabi sa kanya, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona. Barjona po, ibig lang sabihin niya ng tatay ni Peter ay Jonah ang pangalan. Okay, ganun po yan. Barnabas, uh, Barzibidi, okay? Bartolomeo. Ibig pong sabihin, tatay nila yung may bar, then blank. Huwag niyo pong isipin na yung Jonah na yan, yan po yung kinain ng isda. Kaya naging mangingisda si Peter, baka si Jonah yung tatay niya. Hindi po. Masyado pong malayo yun sa history. So sabi po ni Jesus, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood. Meaning, no human being has revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Bakit yun na pumasok sa isip ni Pedro? Hindi dahil matalino siya, hindi dahil inaral niya yung Old Testament. It's because... God the Father willed it. He revealed the truth to Him. Alam mo, kapatid, kaya ka naririto sumasamba ngayon sa Panginoon Diyos. Hindi naman dahil masipag kang mag-aral at religyoso ka. Because the Father chose to reveal the Lord Jesus Christ to you. No one comes to me unless the Father draws me. It is only through the work of the Holy Spirit that the blinders from our eyes are removed. so that we may know Christ for who He truly is. And to po yung masarap dito. And I tell you, you are Peter. 
And on this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. This is the very first time that the word church, ecclesia, was mentioned in the Bible. But this has been a century, century-long debate. No, more than one century. Thousands of year debate. Ano bang ibig sabihin itong verse na to? Dahil binago ng Panginoong Jesus yung pangalan ni Simon. Dito sinabi niya, you are Peter, which means rock. Tapos sinunda niya, and on this rock, I will build my church. So the long debate has been, si Peter ba ang pundasyon ng simbahan, ng iglesia, ng Panginoong Diyos? Ano sa palagay niyo? Kapag kasi English lang at saka Tagalog ang ginamit natin, mamimiss natin yung totoong meaning. Ang Peter po dyan ay Petros. Petros, which means small stones. Petros. Nung sinabi po ng Panginoon na on this rock, hindi ho Petros ang ginamit. Petra, which means large stone. Boulder. Ang sinasabi po ng Panginoong Yesus, on the revelation that the Father has given you, the revelation of who I truly am, that I am the Messiah, the Son of the living God, that is the rock upon which the church will form its foundation. Kapatid, magpanggap tayo ngayon. No? Kunyari ikaw si Jesus. Kunyari lang. Ngayon lang. Sandali lang. Ikaw ba... Will you build your church on the foundation of, a some, of someone like Peter? Na minsan okay, minsan hindi. Hello? Honest lang. Naku, kawawa naman ang church kung ganun. The rock here is the revelation of the fullness of who Christ is. The revelation that the Father revealed to Jesus, uh, to Peter. Amen? Yeah, I think the Lord deserves... A clap for that. I will build my church. And so again, Jesus is putting premium on His church. Napakahalaga ng simbahan ng Panginoon, ng Ecclesia. It is built on the foundation of who Jesus truly is, that He is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Therefore, mga kapatid, kailangan nating madiin na maunawaan ang kahulugan ng Ecclesia. Pangkaraniwan lang ba ang eklesia? Pinagpapalit-palit ko minsan simbahan, iglesia, eklesia, isa lang po yun. So ano nga ba ang church? Is it just a social club for religious people who needs emotional help? Has there been, because in history there has been many labels and criticisms against the church, mostly from the enemies of the gospel. But unfortunately, sometimes, It comes from the people who had been in church who were disillusioned or hurt and they go out and throw all sorts of accusations and criticisms against God's church. Today we will talk about what the New Testament has revealed about what we believe the church is all about and what the Word of God says that shapes our identity as God's church. Here are the three characteristics of the church. Number one, The church is the united body of Christ. I think I have a slide for that. The gathered community of the Lord and the growing family of God. 
We're going to go through all those three things. So, hindi na po tayo magpatumpik-tumpik. Tingnan po natin. The first one, the united body of Christ. Mga kapatid, we believe that the church is the holy, universal, and apostolic church. The body of Christ of which Jesus is the head. It is holy. Holy. Banal po, or more appropriately, pinabanal. The church is the holy, set apart. Next year, ang buong series natin. Ay, spoiler alert. This year, miracles di po ba? Next year, set apart. At pag naririnig nyo yung salitang set apart, or holy, ibig pong sabihin yan, synonymous po sila. Ang holy ho, yung hindi, yung, yung parang pag naglalakad may halo. Hindi ho yun ang holy. Ibig pong sabihin ng holy, set apart. Okay? So, it's holy. The church is holy. God made His church holy by the power of His blood that was shed on the cross. Amen? It is universal. Inasmuch as we celebrate because we can do church together, alam nyo ba na ang church hindi lang ito? We are part of a bigger universal church. The church that exists today and the church that existed in history. Kaya lang umuwi na sila kay Lord. Mababasa na lang natin sa Hebrews, we are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses. Nakikita nila tayo today. Katakot, no? Ibig sabihin, kahit ako lang mag-isa, oh, baka, malamang, sabi sa Bible eh, we are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses. It's universal. Alam nyo ba ang isang salita na ginamit sa universal? Catholic. With a small letter C. In the Apostles' Creed, we are the Catholic Church. We are the universal church. Hindi yung Capital C, small letter C. So don't be confused. Catholic only means universal. Alright? And what that means is, we share this relationship with the rest of the local churches around the globe. And it is apostolic. Ang galing nga eh. Ecclesia means the, the called, called out ones. Ecclesia, called out ones. And it's apostolic meaning it is also the sent out ones. It's not just gathering, but we have a mission that God wants us to accomplish. So let's continue. Ephesians 1, 22-23. And He put all things under His feet and gave Him as head over all things to the church, which is His body. The fullness of Him who fills all in all. We are the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Nakita na ba kayo nung, nung standi? na may butas dito. Nakakita na ba kayo nun? Ginamit nyo na ba yun at some point sa mga resort, sa mga mall, no? Yung, make up, minsan macho yung picture na ganun, no? Tapos, lalagay mo yung mukha mo dun. Tapos, magpapapicture ka. Sino sa inyo nakapag-try ng ganun? Nakakatuwa, di po ba? Oo. So, minsan, iba-iba yan. Minsan, clown, minsan, cowboy, okay? Minsan, Miss Universe, nakagown, yung ganun, no? So, pag nilagay mo yung mukha mo, Nakakatawa kasi mukha mo, pero iba yung katawan. And I'm starting to imagine, kung si Lord yung head, kamusta kaya yung katawan? Much kaya kay Lord? O nakakatawa din? Kapatid, because we are the united body of Jesus Christ, He deemed it that we represent Him in this world. 
we are the closest thing that people will experience the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. You yourself, we ourselves are like epistles. We are letters from the Lord that people are reading and watching. Kamusta kaya tayo? Are we representing the head properly? I pray na yes ang sagot natin dyan, kapatid. Amen? We are God's exhibit. We are a demonstration that it is possible to live a life that pleases God, that honors God through His church. Pinapanood po tayo ng mundo. Amen? At one last point about this, this uh, united body of Christ. Alam niyo mga kapatid, we do our best to maintain unity in the body, in the local church. Even the members of the body of Christ who are non-victory, as long as they subscribe to the rock, the revelation that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of the Living God, Unfortunately, kung hindi yun ang kanilang foundation, I'm sorry, hindi po sila kasama sa body of Christ. Tama po ba yung po ba yung inaaral natin teolohiya ngayon? So we dare not say insulting things and criticism against the church outside of victory. We will not participate. We will not criticize the pastors of other movements. We will hold our tongue. Why? Because there is one church and there is one spirit and there is one Lord. And in our local church, we will do our best to walk in unity with one another. Kahit na ma-offend pa tayo sa isa't isa. Alam ko marami na na-offend sa inyo sa amin mga pastor ngayon. Bakit naninigaw sila palagi? Pwede namang kwentuhan lang ah. Alam niyo po ba yung porcupine? Alam niyo po ba yon? Sa hindi po nakakaalam, ang cute po nun. Porcupine. Okay? Unique siya kasi yung balahibo niya, tinik. Tinik, tinik. Tapos mga porcupine po, ano sila, bukod sa cute, they're sweet to one another. Kaya lang, pag winter time, gusto man nilang to bring comfort to other porcupines para we will warm each other up. Nagkakatusukan sila. Bakit? Eh, ganun yung nature nila. Kapatid, ganyan yung mga Kristiyano, di ba? Yung mga kasama mo sa Victory Group. Ang dami pang tusok-tusok. Nau-offend tayo sa kanila, sa kagaspangan ng kanilang ugali. Bakit ganyan ka? Hindi ka pa katulad ni Jesus. Tingnan mo yung daliri mo pag nagtuturo ka. Ilan yung nakaturo sa'yo? Tatlo. Isa lang dun sa kapatid mo. Ito pa matindi. Yung hinlalaki mo nakaturo kay God. Parang sinasabi mo, God, tingnan mo tong kapatid na binigay mo sa akin. Hindi pa nagbabago. Kasalanan mo, Lord. Mali ang pag-create mo sa Kanya. You should have created Him in my image. Ganyan, pag nakikriticize tayo ng kapatiran. And so we are called to be the united body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? So, we talked about the body of Christ, mainly the spiritual one, the body of Christ. But what does the church of Christ look like in the visible realm? Point number two, the gathered community of the Lord. We have become the gathered community as God's holy people given His mission. Pause ko muna. Sino sa inyo dito, pakiramdam ninyo meron kayong mission sa buhay? Ah, okay. Salamat po sa nagtasang. May trick question po yon. Wala po tayong mission sa buhay. Ang meron po, may mission po si God. Tapos tayo po pinapasali niya lang. 
Amen? It's called Misho Day. The mission of God. Narinig nyo na ba yung Imago Day? Oh, meron din tinatawag Misho Day. Mas mahalaga po ang Misho Day, the mission of God, than our mission. Okay? Kayang-kaya po ni God gawin. Ang gusto niyang gawin sa sanlibutan, hindi po niya tayo kailangan. But He chose to get us involved. Amen? God has a mission for us. The visible church is expressed in gathered communities where believers pray, worship, hear the word of God, receive the sacraments, fellowship with one another. Sa natin mababasa yan? Sa Acts chapter 2, verse 42. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, and fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Sino sa inyo dito? Pag umaten kayo ng Sunday, naririnig ninyo ang preaching of the word. Praise God, si John Lang. Ito pong ginagawa natin is the preaching of the word, the study of the apostles' teachings. Sino sa inyo dito nagpe-pray sa simbahan, pagsama-sama sa small group, dito sa church, nagpe-pray? Ayan, konti na lang, makukonvince ko na kayong taas ang kamay ninyo. Sino sa inyo, nag, you participate in the breaking of the bread, sa communion, meron po ba? Ayan. At saka ang communion hindi lang dun sa ganito. Pati yung pagsasalo-salo natin sa labas when we come together as a church. For when two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in their midst. Sino sa inyo involved sa fellowship? Fellowship. Ayan. Alam nyo ba na dapat sa SEC baguhin ang pangalan ng victory? Dapat ang tawag sa atin ay Victory Christian Over Fellowship. Eh kasi, tingnan ninyo, pagkatapos ng service, magkikwentuhan muna bago lumabas. Bye-bye! Eh dun sa lobby, nagkikwentuhan pa rin. Uy, by the way, by the way, anong gagawin mo this week? Ganyan. O sige, bye-bye! Saan ka kakain? Hindi ko pa alam eh. Sabay na lang tayo. O nagkikwentuhan pa rin dun sa kainan. Ang tawag po dun, Victory Babay. Over fellowship po tayo. Wala tayong problema sa fellowship. But let me... Let me just share, ang fellowship po ay shared life. Hindi lang po yan sa, sa the highest peak of our experience, even in the lowest valleys of our lives. That's part of fellowship. This week, namatayan po yung miyembro ng church natin, si Benjam, Benji and Navarez, Benji Navarez at Vicky. Yung pamangkin po nila na laging itinataas sa panalangin, nagka-leukemia at age 15, pumanaw po. At kahit hindi miyembro ng church yung bata, we were there. We were sharing lives with them. We did the necrological service. We prayed for the family. We cried with them. We laughed with them. Siyempre, pinapatawa natin. Why? Because of the assurance that there is life. Not just from in this world, but in the next one. Nasheran po ng gospel kasi yung bata. Shared life. We want to walk with you. Hebrews 10, 24 to 25. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as some are in the habit of doing. But encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. If the pandemic has taught us something, it's this. We can adapt and we can survive. I-quarantine pa nila tayo. The church is unstoppable. Amen? Pero sino sa inyo nung nanonood sa Facebook ng services? Hindi ka 100% nakatutok. Sino sa inyo, wag yung tatas ang kamay nyo, ha? Sino sa inyo naguhugas ng pinggan? Oo. Sabi mo, 
Mag-worship dun sa Facebook. Lord, worship naman to eh. Di ba? Work is worship. At Lord, may revelation ako. Kung nililinis ko tong pinggan, nililinis mo rin ako, Lord. Sino sa inyo sa Facebook pag may service, hindi ka na pumapalakpak, tumatas ang kamay, nakalupagi ka dun sa sofa mo. Tama ba? You get easily distracted. Why? Because something was taken away from us. Something that only the church, together, in person, can experience. We are the gathered community of God. Kahit na nagkakahawahan tayo ng virus ngayon, <laughs> at least we're fulfilling our calling as the gathered uh, community of God, present, uh, together. When you were born, your mother brought you to church. Amen? When you got married, your spouse brought you to church. Tama ba? Alam mo ba, when you die, your friends will bring you to church. When will you come to church alone? By your own. <laughs> Tapat joke po yun. And so we have looked at what the church can look like visibly. But is that it? Is it just to gather? Gathering for its own sake? No. There is a purpose why the Lord gathers us together. God has a purpose for the church. Amen? Point number three. Because we are the growing family of God. Because God wants His family of sons and daughters, believers in the Lord Jesus Christ to gather together and to grow and to grow and grow. Pastor, ganyan ba kayo sa victory? Puro na lang growth. Let me explain. One day, tinanong po si Pastor Steve. Sabi, Pastor Steve, is victory big? Alam mo, sabi ni Pastor Steve, tandaan nyo to. Sabi niya, as long as there is a lost person walking outside, blind, spiritually lame, has no hope for their eternal life, as long as someone is harassed and helpless, we are not big enough. We will never be big enough. Amen? God is growing His family because He wants to call in sons and daughters into His house. And He does this by the power of the Holy Spirit, the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Simply lang naman ang salitang ministry. Okay? Church word yan, but it simply means service. And so, how does the church grow? It's because of the service of the Holy Spirit. Pinaglilingkuran tayo ng banal na spirito. It's also because of you, the faithful disciples, who have made it your decision to obey the Great Commission when Jesus said, Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you to the variance of the age. When the first disciples heard that, they took it seriously, and they kept doing it despite the risk. I just got a... It's a Facebook message <laughs> talking about how the 12 disciples died. Ang sakit. Ang sakit. Okay. May pinako ng patiwarek. This is Peter, by the way. Merong pinugutan ng ulo. May inispada. Merong kinaladkad. Tinali sa kabayo. May nilagari. Alam niyo ba, si Apostle John lang ang hindi... He's the only one who died of old age. 
Pero pinrito siya. Para siyang chicken joint. Nilagay sa fryer. Nabuhay. Nung nabuhay, tinapon sa Patmos. Doon niya sinulat yung revelation. Siya lang yung nabuhay na hindi by martyrdom. Trivia. Gusto niyo yung trivia? Nung dinakip si Jesus at pinako sa krus, si John lang ang nasa paahan ng krus. Siya lang yung hindi takot. The rest, those who wanted to save their lives, lost it as martyrs. But Jesus, si Jesus, pinagkatiwala pa yung nanay niya ka dyan. Anyway, naiba tayo ng topic. Ba't kusong gusto niyo ng trivia? Ephesians 4:11 to 12 And He gave the apostles, the prophets, and He gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, or pastors, and teachers to what? To equip the saints for the work of ministry. For the building up of the body of Christ. This is talking about qualified leaders. Church leaders are the gift of God to His church. What? Why? To rule over them? No, to serve them. So, ito pong mga nasa listahan natin ng mga church leaders. I have a church leader, leader over me. And I appreciate them. They are mentors to me that help me become the person that God has called me to equip me. And in the same way, that's our heart for you. We're here to serve you. Together with the Spirit of God, we're here to serve you. We want you to accomplish the calling and purpose of God for your life. That's why makulit po kami. When we invite you to events, Wag po sana kayong masusungitan sa amin. We want you to be equipped, be empowered to do the works of the ministry, just like what this verse says. Why? Because as we do that together, we build the body of Christ. By the way, it's the Lord Jesus who builds His own body. Amen? In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 5, You yourselves are like living stones being built up as a spiritual house. Sabi mo nga, living stone. Sa Pilipino, batong buhay. Tingnan mo yung kalapit mo, kapatid. Please, tingnan mo. Mukha bang bato? Pastor, kung bato tong kalapit ko, magaspang. Marami ka pang gagawin dito sa kapatid ko. Ang daming putik. Lord, double time naman. Baguhin mo naman tong kapatid ko. Ayusin mo naman. Why? Because, Lord, Kasi we will be built together. Sa isang templo, sa isang gusali, ang mga bato, dikit-dikit. Wala kang choice. Sa ayaw at sa gusto mo, you're stuck with that person beside you. Ayaw man sa akin ni John, wala siyang magagawa. Kailangan pagtsagaan niya ako. Amen? I want to encourage you. Minsan kasi hindi naman ikaw yung naiirita sa kasamahan mong bato din. Sino sa inyo nababato na ngayon habang nakikinig sa preaching? Tingnan mo nga yung kalapit mo. Living stone ba yan? O sleeping stone? Baka rolling stone. O flint stone? Ang issue naman, hindi naman, madalas hindi naman yung kapatid mo eh. Ang issue, ikaw. Ikaw yung nagiging impatient. Lord, gusto kitang sundin. I wanna be the living stone that you have called me to be. Ito na naman ako, nawala na naman ako ng patience. Ito na naman ako, bumigay na naman ako sa tukso. Ito na naman ako, Lord, Lord. Ang tagal naman, bigyan mo ako ng patience, now na. I want to, I want to encourage you. 
It is not you who will build God's church. He, Jesus is committed to build you. Corporately and individually. Do not give up on yourself. Jesus has already seen you in the future. Amen? Alam mo ang goal di Lord? To transform you in the likeness of Christ. Siyang standard. Huwag kang mawala ng pag-asa. Binabago tayo ng Panginoon Diyos. Amen? Bigyan naman natin ng palakpak ang Panginoon. He deserves it. And so, what is our response? What is our response? Our response are three things. Embrace unity, engage in community, and excel in discipleship. Embrace unity purposely. We will go out of our way to, to, to make sure that our relationships are intact. We will be offended with one another, but we will not give up. We will not turn our backs on each other. Why? Because Jesus wants a united church. The last prayer of Jesus, bago siya, bago siya hulihin, is John 17, Father, my prayer is not just for them, the 12 disciples, but for those who will hear their message. That they may be one as you and I are one. So that the world may know that you have sent me. The mission of the church relies on the unity of the members of the church. So we take intentional steps to support and encourage one another. We want to be one body, united. Embrace community. Ang sarap kaya nung salit. Ano sa Tagalog ang engage? Napag-isipan niyo na ba yun? Oh. Ano? Makaniig. Makaniig. Makadaupang palad. Mm-hmm. Baka kailangan nyo na ng translation sa Tagalog to English. Okay, to engage. Pwede rin makasalamuha. No? You take the initiative to be involved in the life of the community. So pag meron po tayong mga victory group, come on! Those are opportunities for us to be part of the community. Pag meron po tayong mga gathering, Pastor Clive, nawala na ba yung fellowship natin once a month? Meron pa rin tayo. O yun, huwag po kayong aalis ka agad. Mag-fellowship muna tayo dito because God has called us to be a gathered community. And number three, excel in discipleship. Anong kaya yung discipleship? Di ba ang topic natin, God wants to build a family? We serve using our gifts in God's church, but the greatest service we can do for God is to share the good news. Share the good news that God the Father wants children. And they become children when they hear the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And God wants to use you. Kapatid, ang dami mo nang nareceive sa Panginoon. To whom much is given, much is required. Huwag kang mag-alala, just open your mouth. Alam ko yan, nakakakabayan mag-share ng gospel. Okay? Pag nararamdaman ko yan, grabe kaya yung palpitation ko, yung blood pressure ko, kailangan ko uminom ng pang-maintenance. But you just open your mouth because the promise of God is that I will give you the words to say. The Spirit of the Father will give you the words to say and how to say it. Excel in discipleship. Find someone. Hindi mo kailangan mag-seminary. Ikwento mo lang kung anong ginawa sa'yo ni Jesus. Magpatotoo ka. 
At kung di ka pasanay magpatotoo, tuturuan ka namin, trabaho namin yan. Okay? Alam mo, isa pwede mong gawin? Kaibiganin mo yung katrabaho mo, kaklase, kapitbahay, at pag kayo nakikwentuhan, pag-pray mo siya. Lahat ng tao may problema. Pag nag-share na ng problema, pag-pray mo. Ang ginagawa mo, itinututok mo yung spotlight kay Jesus. Darating ang panahon. Kapi-pray mo para sa taong yan, siya pa magtatanong, saan ka pumupunta paglinggo? Sama naman ako. Ha? Naranasan ko na yan. Ang ginawa ko naman, dami kasi nagpabigay ng pasalubong pag nagpupunta ko ng probinsya, Pastor Cliff, John. So, eh ang dami, mapapanis lang sa bahay. Yung kapit-bahay namin, bigay ako ng bigay. O one Sunday, sabi, di ba taga-victory ka? Pwede ba kaming sumama? Hindi ko nga pinag-pray yun. Hindi, pinag-pray ko sila. Pero, <laughs> nagkahanap pa ako ng pagkakataong maibahagi yung mga namalit. So, these three things, this is our response. Amen? Alright. Naalala nyo yung Eiffel Tower? na dati kinamumuhian, okay, kinikritisize, and yet today, it's been proven true. Something else that was built 2,000 years ago. It started from small beginnings, a group of lowly people. Next slide. Okay. Hindi sila kamangha-mangha na tignan. They were humble people just following the Lord. And guess what happened? As they remain faithful to obeying God and following Jesus, the Lord just started, throughout the century, started to grow them and build His church up. And today, we are recipients to this. Sige, click mo lang na i-click yan. And now we can have a sense of family. We have a community. We have God, we're now part of God's people because of the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. He defended His church. He prepared the first disciples. And today, we are recipients of that faithfulness and commitment of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Can we all stand to our feet? We will pray in a while and then we will worship again one last song. But I want us to read together our statement of faith. And I pray that as we read this, we will mean it in our hearts. Amen? Why? Kasi nauunawaan na natin anong ibig sabihin itong statement of faith na ito. Hindi lang pala ito well-crafted pieces of words and letters. This has meaning. This statement of faith is what shapes us. So all together, can we read it? One, two, three. We believe in one holy, universal, and apostolic church, the body of Christ of which Jesus is the head. As God's holy people on mission, the visible church is expressed in gathered communities where believers assemble to pray, worship, hear God's word, receive the sacraments, and fellowship with one another. Through the ministry of the Spirit, faithful disciples, and biblically qualified leaders, Christ builds and grows His church. Panginoon, naririto po kami at nagpapasalamat sa inyo sapagat kami po ay inyong tinawag. We appreciate you, Lord. And we appreciate the church and the people in your church. Lord, give us greater love. Give us greater patience with one another. 
and teach us how to walk the lives that you want us to live. Lord, we also pray that we will find our place in your community. You have placed giftings and talents in each and every one of us. And we pray, Holy Spirit, that you will anoint those gifts and talents. That we will be able to faithfully steward those gifts. Not for our own sake, but to serve others and to bring glory to your name. And so today, we pray that you will empower us by your Holy Spirit. Can we all raise our hands to the Lord? We pray that you will give us your Holy Spirit. Empower us, Holy Spirit. You are the one, Lord, who's working in our lives and in the life of the church. We yield ourselves to you, Holy Spirit. Do your work in our individual lives. Father, prepare us to be the worthy living stones. We were not worthy when you found us, but you are making us worthy. You have made us holy. Kami po ay inyong pinabanal, Panginoon. Salamat po muli sa inyong kabutihan at nag-uumapaw ng pagmamahal sa aming lahat. Gamitin niyo po kami, Panginoon, na instrumento ng pagpapalaganap ng inyong magandang balita. Ito po ang aming hiling at panalangin sa matamis na pangalan ni Jesus at ang lahat ay nagsasabi ng Amen.